Are you a man looking for an intensive program to help you overcome sexually addictive behaviors? Gateway to Freedom is your answer. Gateway to Freedom is a three-day workshop for men seeking to overcome any destructive sexual habits. Whether married, single, or divorced, Gateway to Freedom will help men regain hope for a new life of purity and real contentment. The workshop is conducted by experts in the field of sexual addiction recovery with decades of combined experience. Read testimonials of workshops alumni at gatewaymen.com get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY hi my name is jonathan and i'm the founder of the gateway to freedom workshop i want to personally invite you to be part of our next workshop coming up march 4th through the 6th in colorado so call us today at 1-800-497-8748 or visit gatewaymen.com Welcome to Pure Sex Radio, training men, educating women. Are you ready to get real and start living each day in purity? This dynamic program is designed to educate, encourage, and equip listeners with the tools necessary for living a life of sexual purity. Pure Sex Radio brings you the best in mobile talk radio. Listen to real life struggles, learn how to overcome lust, pornography, and sex addiction, and get serious about purity. Your hosts for Pure Sex Radio are Jonathan Doherty and Stephen Cervantes. Jonathan is the director of Be Broken Ministries and founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop for Men. Stephen is the founder of the Hope Counseling Center. Visit us online at puresexradio.com. And now, please welcome Jonathan and Stephen on Pure Sex Radio. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this week's edition of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. We're glad to have you here with us. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with Stephen. How are you doing? I am well blessed and and actually grateful today. I'm adding gratitude to my list. Nice. That's always a good one. Thank you. Well, folks, before we jump in, just want to make you aware, as we do periodically, that we are a listener-supported broadcast, and we're so grateful to those of you who have decided to partner with us by financially supporting this outreach. You know, just so you know, when when you support this radio program, it's not just about getting the radio program on the air. You're actually supporting uh, this radio program, which is a part of Be Broken Ministries, which has many different ministry areas that serve uh, individuals and couples, even parents and teenagers, in understanding what it is to live a life of biblical sexuality, dealing with the issues of pornography, um, sexual addiction, all other kinds of sexual brokenness. So there are there are programs like our Gateway to Freedom Workshop. There's certainly the radio program. There's our Recovery Mentoring Program. There's Pure Community, which collaborates with many different leaders around the country who are developing great resources. So you're not just supporting a, a radio program. You're actually coming alongside and partnering with a much larger uh, organization that is helping people around the country and even around the world who are dealing with uh, sexual struggles. So if you'd like to come alongside and partner with us, simply go to puresexradio.com and click on the donate button. So Stephen, this is going to be a great program, I think, because we're basically going to be trying to answer this question of why is porn so fill in the blank? Oh, that's a good way to say it. Yes. So powerful 
such a big deal, so influential, so sexual? Why is porn all that it is? Mm-hmm. And why, in some ways, it's uh, we might even say, why, why is it such a struggle? Why is it so tempting? Why is it, you know? And these may seem on, you know, just on the front end, they may seem like, well, these are ridiculous questions. We know that. And it may feel to some of our listeners like we're stating the obvious. But uh, as Stephen and I were talking off air, what may seem obvious to us is not obvious to everybody. There are people out there that are absolutely drowning in pornography, and they are actually wondering, why does this control my life? Why is this thing, you know, ripping my marriage apart? And so we're going to try to address some of those questions. And we're looking at it from all different angles, and people are teaching us what it's doing to their life all the time. Mm And it seems to be rampant, and it seems to be so energetic. And it's like, hey, let's just step back a minute and say, and let's just look at it almost with fresh eyes if we could. So I'll I'll make a statement about what I've learned about porn, and you make a statement about it. And so my first statement is this. I think porn is a relationship. I think guys have a relationship with porn. Mm-hmm. They're not too good at other relationships, maybe, but they have a relationship. They look forward to it. Uh, they plan on it. They get excited about it. It's, it's not necessarily a person. It's an activity that that's sort of tagged to people or images of people. But it is, you know, if I could jump in here, it is like an entity, Unto itself. And so I think you could almost, you could label the porn as a personality. Okay. You know, it's like okay. I'm going to connect with this environment. I'm going to connect with this. Uh, you know, and a lot of times guys who are connected to porn, they have a particular location. They have a specific, <laughs> you know, uh, right. medium. A lot of times it's maybe their phone or their their computer at home. So there is even a context that is pretty familiar and regular to that. It's like it's like if you were having a relationship with a real person. I was just thinking that, man, you're talking about a friendship, aren't you? Well, and I was going to say if you if you had a if you're having a relationship with a real person and you and you call a particular restaurant, well, that's our place. Yeah, guys have that with porn. They go, "That's my our that's place, our the place. computer." When yeah. I'm sitting there, and, I, well, and I was thinking, and I'm looking forward to right. Mm-hmm. These guys look forward to it, and they plan when they're going to do it, and and they look for opportunities, and right. I mean, it's a relationship, and and so what difference does it make? It's a relationship. Why, why is that important? It's a relationship. What comes to your mind when I say this guy's having a relationship with porn? It's what a mistress. To- it's a it, it, if you think of it as a relationship, mm-hmm. then um, try to let, let's actually put a a person in place of pornography. Okay, so let, let's just make it a make it synonymous. We're going to say Polly is you know porn. Mm-hmm. So when you are going to porn, you're going to see Polly. Or, yeah, you can make them interchangeable. And and so wh- if you look at that in terms of why is that important, why does that matter, actually put a person there and see how it matters in your life. Oh, no, no. It's different than a real person. Right. See, that's where people go, right? Oh, no. That's your point, right? Is that, that I'm making this relationship. I don't even know I have a relationship. I mean, that's right. why I'm having this discussion. And the reason I'm saying that is because it takes time 
takes effort, takes you away from people. You have to go isolate yourself. You have to have a secret There's rendezvous. a strategy. There's planning. There's preparation. Yeah. And yeah. so porn is a relationship. And why, what I'm saying is, is if you actually did say, let's make that interchangeable, that there's actually, you know, porn is a quote unquote person. So many people will then jump and say, no, no, I just do this so just for a little fun. It's just kind of some me time. It's, and they have a complete disconnect to the reality that you're describing here that it, no, it actually is a relationship. It's the same. Think of it this way. Um, I think it's pretty well established in the, the, uh, alcohol recovery community that there is a type of relationship with the substance that you are taking, whether it's alcohol, drugs, you know, and, and it's the same kind of thing. You are scheming for ways to go interact with that substance. Well, the same thing is going on with pornography. It is a type of relationship. And I think if, I think if we see it that way, it starts to change the dynamic of how we understand it. Yes, and that's why we're having this discussion, because it's not a real relationship. Well, right. Although there's a lot of reality involved, it's a fantasy relationship, right? Right. Because as you call Polly, Polly's not alive, but the point is that, that this relationship with Polly, it mimics a real—I mean, it looks very much like a real relationship would look. And that's why I described it as a mistress, because if you're married— are you not doing the exact same things you would do if you were having an affair with a real person? Sneaking, hiding, planning, Lying. yeah, ritualizing, yeah. And so this is this is one of the things I like to point out to guys who are who they, and I put this in air quotes, who are uh, you know just looking at porn, and they try to justify it by saying, "I'm not having an affair." Well, no, you are. You're having an affair with Polly. Yeah. It's a it's a very real relationship. You're doing exactly the same things with pornography that you would be doing if you were having a real affair. You are you are hiding it, you are lying, you're scheming ways to find it when your wife is not around. You're you're you've got your place that you go to. You know, it's all the very yes. same dynamics of of a mistress. And, and the and the sad part is you're expending all that on fantasy, which means you're not expending it on Real relationship. Reality, yeah. Yeah, right. So real life is suffering, real relationship, real people, real growth is suffering at the expense of developing that. What what comes to your mind? Why porn? uh, To answer the question, why is porn so powerful? One of the things that I thought was there is certainly an appeal to the just the pleasure aspect. Sexuality feels good. There's a lot of Mm. power in in the the truth that sex is fun it feels good and so i think that's one of the reasons that porn is so powerful is you combine that that natural pleasure of sexuality with this sense that there is something behind a closed door that i need to know that's kind of the lure of porn you know you can look at a blank screen on a computer and porn will cry out to you and say hey there's places on this internet that you need to know about it's that original appeal of, of Satan in the garden. Mm. Did God really say you're going to die? You know, well, but, you know, I'm having two conversations. One is the whole idea of pleasure, and the other is this need to know. And I'm and sort I'm, of separating those well, two. Well, I'm combining mind. them together because I'm saying that's the appeal to our pleasure 
is saying there's something behind this door that you need to know that will really bring out the fullness of that pleasure in your sexuality. Mm. And if you go behind that door, you'll have experiences and pleasure like you've, you can't have anywhere else. And so it's kind of the bait of the lie of appealing to that sense that all of us as sexual beings, we know that sexuality feels good. To be, to mm-hmm. be sexual is, is fun. It's pleasurable. And so to then say on the other side of this door is something that you need to know and experience that pleasure in a way that you can't have anywhere else, it, it becomes very powerful. It becomes like a, um, you know, like a drug. And it's interesting because I was thinking about uh, uh, Gary Smalley in, in one of his writings was talking about how we're sort of pleasure junkies. And, and do we have to be that way? Mm-hmm. Do we have to answer every call for pleasure? You know, and yeah. if you're disciplined, the answer is no. No, you know, you don't have to answer the calls. So, so one of the thoughts I had is that porn is a lot easier than a real relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, because if a wife's upset, you you may have to spend an evening working through that. You got to talk. <laughs> you got to right? talk. That's it, and listen, and and process. But porn is. It's so much easier just to go over there to escape and to make up a world that you totally create. Yeah, you don't need to. Uh, there's no empathy necessary. Yeah, you don't have to listen. Um, you you don't have to uh, adjust. You don't have to wait. You know all these things that are part of a normal relationship, a normal healthy relationship, which require empathy. You need to listen. You need to talk. You need to wait. You need you know all those kind of things. And porn is just, it's immediate. It's right now. You're in control. It's at your um, pace and whatever else, you know. And so, yes, I do believe that it's its interesting because the way you're framing it, you're saying porn is easier than a relationship. But just a minute ago, we were saying porn is a relationship. And so it's its easier than a real relationship. With a female, yes. Thank you. That's right. But That's even, what I was thinking. Even that, I would say, is a little bit of a misnomer because um, it's... I'm putting easier in air quotes. Okay, it's easier just because maybe it's fast. And it's instant. And it doesn't require any... Guaranteed 100% results immediately. You're fully in control. Grab what you want, right? Yeah. And that's the... To me, that's the false idea that we have in our minds in our culture today of what easier is. Fast, now, me. Yes, that's true. Now, long term... that's what porn is. Long term, that is not easier. Because if you if you flip it and you say okay a real relationship, not fast, not immediate, not about me, mm-hmm. and yet long term ultimately satisfying. And so we have well, to adjust true. our thinking because it's like okay easier yeah if you think of easier as quick fast you know me in control it's about me yes easier but is it really easier? <laughs> because long term a real relationship is the only one that can ultimately satisfy, even with all of its brokenness and imperfection. Right, but a real relationship where you've created a sense of peace and joy and rest and all that, that's easier, but that's the end of a process, right? And so you're saying long-term, long vision, after you do the work, the reward is so great. You get a little instant reward here, but you don't get the big reward, the big good reward. And that, I think, is why porn is so appealing, is because we're so conditioned to want we want the reward now. We, we're not good with the sense of de- delayed gratification. That is not a, a value that we hold in our culture. 
And I think it's not a value that we hold just in our humanity, our brokenness. We don't, we do not hold the value that says, you know what, I'm going to discipline myself for the long-term reward. That is not a natural inclination that we no, have. Right. Our natural inclination is, I want fast food. I want it. Now. I want. Well, it's like I, th- I think of myself sometimes as a two-year-old. I think all, <laughs> most of us are two-year-olds now. I don't want to wait exactly, now. Yeah. Just give it to me, mine, me now. That's what you're talking about, and we have to sort of fight against that. And that's why I think porn is so appealing, is because it does offer that. It mm. actually does deliver that. It, de- it it delivers the now. It just sucks at the later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so. That's it. Um, you got one. You want me to go? Let's keep going. You got a better list than I do anyway. Okay. So, so, uh, so I think there's a real acceptance in this fantasy relationship with porn. There is an acceptance. And, and I, we were talking earlier how lots of us have bad identity of ourselves or 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 we we don't like who we are or we've been told we're not good enough and but when you go to porn all those people are there for your pleasure and approval there's great acceptance in porn nobody will tell you you're fat you're out of shape you're unattractive Mm. you don't get any of um you don't get any of the perceived or immediate uh shame barbs thrown at you. They, they come afterwards, but not in, initially. You know, on the front end of pornography, you are not shamed at all. Now, on the back end of pornography, once we've viewed and acted out or whatever else, then, of course, a lot of the shame barbs come and say, you know, what kind of despicable person are you? And you, you know, all that kind of stuff. But within the pornography itself, those are not the things that, that attack us. And so, so in the moment, there's like a deep acceptance. You could almost rest in the fantasy that that you're good enough and that you're really liked, and all this is about you. And mm-hmm. and and you know what I mean. There's a false sense of rest because it's false, but but still, it's sort of it's that mistress idea again. I can go here and get something that's really satisfying and pleasurable, and makes me feel worthy. I think there's also like an entertainment part to to porn. We are such an ent- entertainment society. We want to turn something on. We yeah. we want to be excited. We want to be aroused. If you notice, I mean, the killings are gorier now, right? We don't want to see what we used to see. We want to see something else, right? We want to see it bigger and louder. We don't want sex implied. We want to see it in front of us. You know, every, right? Movies are getting louder and bigger and bolder and grosser and uglier. And when you shoot somebody, you have to blow their head off and show them. You know what I mean? We and it also, shows, it also shows a sense of impatience in our entertainment. My son and I, we were just talking recently about... Uh, you know the 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 Star Wars, the most recent Star Wars episode that came out uh, last year, and and he was saying he was saying you know he said it just doesn't make sense to me that this particular person, um, you know she finds out she's got the Force and then all of a sudden she's able to just almost instantly, you know, be able to know how to use it. Whereas in the very first Star Wars, they really developed Luke's character and him learning the Force. Yes. And I said, son, that's the difference between forty years in terms of there was character development in stories even on movies 40 years ago. Now it's fight scene, fight scene, action, 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 and forget about character development. That's too boring. 
And, and when and, you say that, define that. Character development means... Give us some backstory. Help us understand the roots of this individual and, and the process they're going through to learn this newfound power that they have. And you know what I mean? Instead yes. of just, hey, in one scene you say, oh, you're so-and-so's you know, descendant. And then in the next scene it's like... Oh, you're fighting with the lightsaber. You know exactly how to like make things move and you're inanimate objects. You're a seasoned Jedi. It's like, wait a second, you know. Oh, okay. And I think that's some of the translation that you're talking about in the entertainment and pornography. We've even seen a digression over the years in pornography. Those who have studied the 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 nuances of it have noticed that you know back in the even the fifties through the seventies, pornography was about nudity of the whole person. Today, the the person is broken up into body parts. Mm. And so we are becoming even more debased, if I can say it that way, even within the, the debaseness of our pornography. is Even the way we're consuming it is a much more animalistic way than was prior. So even in that regard of entertainment, quote-unquote, yeah, there's a change it's in It's becoming that. even yeah. degrading in that. Well, and I was sort of staying lighter, meaning uh, I don't want to be bored— yeah, I can't, I can't have un, un, yeah, accounted it's too for time. quiet. I got to get something in front of me. Put something in front of my hands, and when I put it in front of me, then I want it to stimulate me, and I want it to be exciting and edgy, and and you know, and it's like, do we always have to be entertained? Mm-hmm. Really, do we always have to? Can we just be calm, be still, be quiet, rest, enjoy nature, go slow? So we're going down this list of why porn is is what it's so wow. And then you said it earlier, it's so reliable. It just always delivers to be sexual, to enjoy sexual stimulation. It just always delivers. And so I'm just focusing on the reliability of it. It's not like every fourth or fifth time something happens. Anytime you go see porn, you get aroused. Mm -hmm. It's reliable. It's instant. You know what I mean? It's going to happen. So, So we're just talking about the aspects of it, what makes porn so powerful. Um, so we, I was talking about acceptance earlier and, and, and I may have been clear, but and I may be repeating myself, but, but the whole idea that I'm really enough and not only enough, I'm a superstar in porn. This woman likes me and that woman likes me with porn. There are 10 beautiful women throwing themselves at me. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the deception of that, and this is why I think porn is so deceiving, is it causes us to believe that we are something that we are not. Wow, that's good. For instance, I can be a total Casanova in my fantasy life, right? right. I mean, there's not a woman that could that even could deny me in my fantasy world. <laughs> that's a good way to say it. And so what porn does is it causes you to believe that lie that you are undeniable. You are you are a person that could not be rejected. Well, let's guys wake up. Mm. You know, and part of what it does too is it causes us to not even know anymore how to engage in reality. On a, on a broader topic than just pornography, I think in many ways some of the, the media devices we have nowadays are causing us to not to be able to know how to engage in reality. Some studies that they're doing of teenagers today is showing that there is a rapid decline in teenagers today being able to understand what facial recognitions or what facial expressions mean. And this is because there's so much time spent on devices mm. that you may have video and you may have all this kind of stuff going on, but you're not actually looking somebody in the eyeballs. 
and being able to understand what their face is saying. And I think pornography does the same thing. It lures us into this this fantasy world that says, you are a legend, you're undeniable, you are yes. the king. And then you go into, into the real world and your wife says um, something to you that makes you feel you, less you're than kingly. You're a loser, you can't even put <laughs> gas in the car. You're such a loser. You ate the last of the bread and you don't buy it for your family. Yeah, I mean, right? and rather than being able to know how to engage that in the real, mm-hmm. you then say, I want to go be a king again, and I'm going to go back to pornography and back to my fantasy. So I wrote it this way. Porn fills in all your shortcomings, mm. right? In, in, in porn land, you, everything is perfect. Yeah. So there, you don't not have friends. They're all your friends over there, right? You, you don't have a sad, lonely life. No, you have a happy life over there. You don't have a wife that's displeased or not enough money or tired of your job. It, everything that's missing you find in Pornland. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I notice as we're going here, there might be people out there saying, um, this sounds pretty good. <laughs> you know? Well, guess what? A lot of people are addicted to it. Right. It must be good. You and know? so there might. I'm thinking of the guy out there that's saying, guys, you're making a great case for me going to look at a porn right now. What's so bad about it? And I mean, I think we're going to shift here in a little bit. You, oh yeah, we better put some spin on the end of this. But I look, this is an honest radio program. Are we supposed to say no, bad, stop, quit? That's enough. It's not good. Nobody's listening to that. But can we be adults and step back at this topic and look at it and say this is what the power of porn is? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. Were you going to say something else? Because well, I was going to say we don't so, want to oversell it as well, well, wonderful. Well, here's the thing. I think we are giving a sense of reality to why this is so powerful, why yes. there's such a pull, why it's so deceiving. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's so many of these things that, and I and I hope what we're we're being able to establish here is we're really showing what porn looks like on the front end. Like, why is it so appealing? Why is it so powerful? And what? even even within it, in the moment, it has that power. But it does bite eventually. Yes, and it's and we're saying, look, these are the real things that you can get confused with, because mm-hmm. because look at it. This is a relationship. You say you're doing a little bit of it. No, you're developing a relationship that's going to affect the rest of your life. Look at this. Look at this stuff. And so one of the thoughts is that I have total control. Mm. It's completely in my control. I become almost like a god in Pornland. I can look at what I want. I can do more of this and less of that, and I can, you know, I don't have to say no to me. And the deception there is, I ask the, I, I challenge guys with this all the time, for those who say, it is under my control. It, it is totally under my control. And then when we go down the, the conversation of all that it's destroying in their lives, their marriage, their relationship with their kids, all those kind of things, I say, okay, it's under your control, right? So, do you would you like to have a better relationship with your wife, better relationship with your kids? Would you like greater integrity in your life? And of course, any guy with a reasonable sense would say yes. I say, okay, great. Stop looking at pornography. Then you will discover who's actually in control. Mm. You're not in control. Mm. Every single man who's ever said to himself or to somebody else, "I got it under control." You are not in control. Okay, looks like you shift to the opposite. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you the next one, and you tell me. Look, it's mine. Okay. I absolutely control all of this. That house, I have payments on. That car, I have payments on. You understand stuff? This is mine. It's mine. Nobody else in this world of fantasy but me. And this is mine. That's actually absolutely true. But you know what? Here's the, here's the lie that often creeps into that. 
is what you are clinging to as yours that you think you can have as a little add-on to all the other aspects of your life will eventually become all you are clinging on to Mm. because the cars will go away, the house will go away, the wife will go away, the kids will go away, and you will find yourself completely and utterly alone clinging to your pornography. So that's true. It's all yours. (laughs) And it's eventually going to be all you have. And the other reason porn is so powerful it takes such a minimal investment. Mm-hmm. It's it's accessible. It's cheap. It doesn't cost much. It's easy. It's available. With with such the smallest investment, I can open up a whole world. You tell me where else I can have. I can open up another whole world that can be mine. That I can have control of. That I can feel wonderful. It's such a small investment. On the front end. It's such a small investment. But when you think about the cost, what it costs you on the back end. So yes, it seems very easy, right? I don't have to, hey, porn is free. I can look at it on my phone, on my on my computer. It's so such a small investment. All I got to do is, you know, carve out a little bit of time. And then over time, what you realize is it is stealing from your productivity at work. It's stealing from your intimacy with your wife. It's stealing from you just having friends and community. It's stealing from you being involved and and really connected in your church. So it may seem like a minimal investment up front, but it's going to cost you everything in your life on the back end. Well, we've tried to explore the power of porn, and we hope you've heard why it's so influential and the cost associated with using it. And if you'd like help with breaking free from the power of porn, please contact us today. And we look forward to having you back here next week on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com. Pure Sex Radio.